Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Unreleased track. everybody and welcome to another episode of Billy Joel A to Z. Today we're talking about the super fun, exciting song. It's opposite day. Josephine. Josephine is an unreleased track written for the Piano Man album. This song is so rare, it can only be found on the My Lives compilation album, but not on the actual album itself. Only as a bonus track on iTunes or Disc two of the Piano Man Legacy Edition, which were songs recorded live at Sigma Sound Studios in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, April 15th, 1972. Who cares? In fact, no one cares. Christopher Bonanos didn't even write any kind of ranking. However, Glenn Gamboa did. Would you choose to take a guess, Alon, on the Newsday article, Glenn Gamboa's placement of this song out of his 124 songs? That was pretty exciting. I never got to guess a Gamboa before. Yes. I'm going to say 81. Oh, you're way off. 118. <laughs> really? I mean, why even bother reviewing it at all? He says, uh, Joel channels his inner Jerry Lee Lewis on what he calls an old rock and roll song I wrote for an old rock and roll chick. It's lighthearted fun that never got released until the Piano Man Deluxe Edition, or as we call it now, the Legacy Edition. Well, Alan, I'll just uh, get it going and saying I can't stand this song. I hate this kind of music. This is not my cup of tea in any way, shape, or form. As soon as I heard it start, uh, it was the exact opposite of, of James or anything else I've heard where I'm like, oh, yeah, I did not have that reaction. And I'm like, why am I listening to this? Why are we even doing this song? I think I called you. I'm like, should we even do this? But we have to because it is technically released, even though it's unreleased. So it's not like, you know, there's a couple of songs. There was a song before this that we had spoken about, but it wasn't finished. And so we decided not to do it because, you know, you need to finish. So this is a completed and now technically released song. Eh, we got no choice. Josephine. I mean, even the title is just as bad as James. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's named after his uh, Elizabeth Weber, his first wife's younger sister, Josephine, who I guess. Glenn Gamboa just said it, she was a cool rock and roll chick. Was that how Billy described her? You know, I if that's who I guess that's who he was. Well, maybe he just named it Josephine or maybe it was about somebody else. I don't know. I mean, this first of all, this is his first wife, Elizabeth. I mean, boy, what a mess that relationship was like. Why would you even want to write a song about anyone in that family? I'm sure he wants to forget about it, which maybe was why it was unreleased. But. She, I guess she was cool. I, I'm pretty sure he or, or somebody else threw her through a screen door. <laughs> That's the story I heard. Did you hear that? No, but now I really want to hear that story. I got to look that up. He tossed his ex-wife's younger sister through a screen door. I don't know whether it was him or, oh, maybe, you know what? It might have been. So he was cheating on his best friend. Right. He married Elizabeth, who was dating his best friend, who now they're married to his best friend and had married a kid to with. his best friend. And now they've, they've reconciled, obviously, because he uh, 
produces some of his stuff or whatever, his videos. But in the day when he found out that guy, what's his name? Small John Small. Right. He was pretty pissed off. Can you blame him? And then I think he threw Josephine through. I think it was him who threw Josephine through a screen door because, I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't know what Josephine had to do with it. The poor kid, you know, but, <laughs> you know, when you when you find out your best friend sleeping with your wife, it, you know, you're not. Well, I don't want to say it this way, but you're technically not. You are responsible for your actions, but you don't know what those actions are going to become. You hope that things don't end tragically. Like, you know, for me, when I was dating that girl who um, was apparently didn't re- her boyfriend didn't realize they had broken up, as I was told. And he came in and uh, found us together. And then I used her as a human shield. So you never know <laughs> what anybody is going to. Unfortunately, uh, well, then, then he, he pulled her off of me and then he started hitting me. There, there was no way to fight back. I was naked. Yeah. You're like, do I cover my balls or my face? It, well, you know what I did because of my nose job? I covered my face and curled up into a ball. And I was like, what, <laughs> what dude is going to hit you in the balls anyway? You know, he just kept punching me in the head. But I was not going to ruin this nose job. That is hilarious. It is hilarious. Especially <laughs> we, we could have the girl on who had happened with. I mean, it's still a legendary. We're still friends, which is amazing. I was glad that she got how awesomely dramatic it is in our lifetime you know, to have that happen. I think she's still angry. I used her as a human shield, but I think she knew he wasn't going to hit her. <laughs> well, yeah, we should get her on. Maybe if she's a Billy Joel fan, we'll have a reason. Yeah, she's not. Well, that's, that's why, why you had to break up. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> Now, you, you don't like this song. I like this song a lot. I think it's a really fun song. Really? I like songs like this, this kind of 50s rock, you know, piano based kind of Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard oh. sort of thing. It's just fun. It's not there's no substance to the song. It's not an original song because when you hear it, you're like, I've heard a million songs that sound like this from that era. I guess that's. Yeah. OK, so, yes. And the lyrics aren't anything special. They're kind of weird, I guess. You know, when he talks about would your love turn sour and moldy green, it's not very poetic or whatever so but but the playing is great the singing is great and it's just a fun easy song yeah see for me it sounded just like christy lee and we just prefer to forget about that song so i was all out plus you know it just screams anti-semitism <laughs> wait why is that i'm just kidding i don't know it okay like <laughs> i was like is josephine like hitler's oh god no or? no i was uh no because uh, when i ever hear that music i just assume they're either gonna anything <laughs> from the south scares the hell out of me <laughs> you know i like your comparison to christy lee because i was thinking you know this song was made in 1972 it obviously did not belong on piano man so of course it didn't get put onto that album but then 11 years later he's doing an innocent man which is all these songs from the 50s you'd think well why not Russell up Josephine. This song is really fun and good, but he already had Christy Lee on that album, which was his Jerry Lee Lewis, little Richard inspired song. So basically Christy Lee is the reason probably why this song didn't make it on there. And uh, I, I would say that this song is way better than Christy Lee. Yeah. Not me. Obviously Glenn, Glenn Gamboa doesn't believe that. Cause he put this at 118. I don't, I don't remember where he put Christy Lee, but I'm sure it was higher than that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I mean, he's, this is at the bottom of the barrel, which is which it should be because it's, you know, unreleased and I clearly for a reason. It... Uh, Glenn Gamboa from Newsday ranks it as 81. You know, if, if, if Billy Joel had still continued to write music, this never would have been released. Yeah, right. He would have a, no reason to release to dig up old demos and put them out. Yeah, it's an awful song. You know what the worst part? I mean, it's like the name is stupid, too. I mean, who's named Josephine? Who's named Joseph? This is just like James all over again. What do you what the hell is that? You know, he got so much better 
at writing good <laughs> names, you know, but Josephine, who's named Josephine? You know, if you he needed three syllables, that's all that mattered. If you're so in love with Josephine's sister, Elizabeth, which is a normal name, I would go the other way. You know, there's something wrong with that family when they name somebody Josephine. Yeah, I bet. I bet their dad was named Joseph and he wanted a boy. And this is the compromise. Right. Alon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, for me, Josephine, the reason why I could I mean, when this song came out, you're too young to remember. But there was this commercial that with Josephine, the plumber for the for Comet, uh, you know, the 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 bleach you use in a bathtub. Yeah. I don't know if they still make it anymore. I think they do. Comet Comet still exists. Yeah. Yeah. Josephine the plumber was like, you know, everybody knew Josephine the plumber. It was this actress who had been in lots of stuff and she had a second career in life. I think she was a child actress in the 30s. And then she had this these commercials like Margaret Hamilton had for Maxwell House Coffee. You see, dear Maxwell House Coffee. Well, how about a good cup of Maxwell? That's my Margaret Hamilton imitation. Do you like it? It's good. It's a really good one. Thank you. I was doing it for my mother yesterday. She was dying laughing. I mean, that's who it's made for, you know, and that little dog, too. I'll tell you something, because, you know, the actress (laughs) Margaret Hamilton was much scarier uh, before Dorothy went to Oz. And, you know, when she became the witch, she's much scarier without the makeup. Because it's a it's a real life villain, not just a fantastic. Well, no, it's just her look and her voice are terrifying. I mean, so much so that Mr. Rogers had to have her on his show in the seventies to try and tell kids that she's just an actress and don't be scared of the wicked witch. But when she came on, it completely backfired. It's on YouTube. And she's like, Oh, thank you, Fred. Very nice to meet you. You know, like, and and that voice just, it wasn't working. She, she's a, it's obvious. She's a very kind and nice woman, but there's something about her that still scares the hell out of you. That the thing completely backfired. He, they even put on the costume. Like, see, it's just see, it's just a costume. Now when I put on this hat, <laughs> it's the, way the kids are all like, ah! <laughs> that's why um, I started. It was weird because then, I, you know, I was really starting to drink Maxwell House coffee because I was afraid and I wanted to stay up because I was afraid of the Wicked Witch. Hey, Cora, now I get as good coffee home as I had here. <laughs> Not surprising. Doesn't matter who's doing the making longs this Maxwell House. Like they say. Good to the last drop. <laughs> and she started doing Maxwell House coffee and I couldn't drink that. And, and I was never afraid that a wick, you know, a witch was going to come in my window. I was afraid Margaret Hamilton was going to come in. Did you realize that I actually auditioned for the show Hamilton thinking it was about a boy? What a rude awakening that was. I'll just tell you that <laughs> I went there all prepared. Hello, Lynn manuel if that is your real name. And I thought I nailed it. What a world. What a world. <laughs> my shot i'll tell you <laughs> hello there oh, there's your old friend the wicked witch of the west how did she, <laughs> how did she talk well she talked like this it's very nice to see you <laughs> oh that would be fun to be able to talk like, like you that you can Ooh. they all can you can do it too sure <laughs> Oh, that just is wonderful. But no, there was Josephine the plumber. That's why I can't. And it came out at the same time when her commercial was everywhere. Josephine the plumber. There were like 30,000 commercials of her. More coffee, dear. I'm sorry. I can't, now I can't get out of the market. <laughs> uh, Comic cleansers, the greatest cleanser of all time. 
She was that kind of woman. She was like the um, that one in the army ads, you know, with the kerchief. You know, that woman that that they always still use a picture Rosie of Rosie the Riveter, Rosie the Riveter. That's who she was supposed to be. Josephine, the plumber. So it was like, hey, women, you could be like plumbers too. use Comet. You'll be able to also take care of bathroom. They were trying in the 70s. That's why I don't know why everybody's so upset these days. You know, they were trying. <laughs> but, you know, how can you listen to a song about Josephine with uh, Josephine, the plumber around? That's who I'm thinking of. I thought he was singing about Josephine, the plumber. Oh, Josephine. I can't walk around in that silent. Kids will laugh. But it has a very important message. But it's funny. You say don't use common. Oh, read the back. See? Use new super stain removing common. Oh, something new. You bet. Something much better. This is great. This is just like with the, these rhinestone days. You figured out what was going on in the world at the time that would have let Billy Joel to say, I can't release this song. People are going to think I'm singing a love song to a plumber. Alon? This is what I do. Her name was Jane Jane Withers. You know, this woman, Josephine the Plumber, Jane Withers, she just died in August, like this year. I suspect foul play. <laughs> Me too. She sounds like a troublemaker. What's strange is she was she died by being hit by a pipe. <laughs> She's a plumber, Dave. A plumber. I sat there for a second and I'm like, I was ready to move on. And I'm just like, wait, really? You had me for a second. I got <laughs> she was killed by a wrench in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, I, you know, in uh, looking up, though, who Josephine was and everything, I I didn't I get it now. I didn't realize I'm, I'm kind of glad we did this song in a sense, because I didn't realize Billy's attachment to Elizabeth and how obsessed he was with her. And I totally you know, we all have that one person that's bad for us that we're completely obsessed with. And then his entire financial and trajectory of management and women and stuff makes sense with his obsession with this apparently awful woman. Yeah. I mean, but whatever bad stuff happened from it, it did give us his career. So I guess yes, we take absolutely. The good with the bad. well, that you always want your musician uh, down and, and a broken hearted and uh, in trouble because otherwise they don't make the good ones. You know, this Elizabeth, uh, you know, fat, I mean, like it was one of those things where like, you know, all his friends is like, why are you dating her? He's like, I can't help it. I'm so into her. I have to have her. <laughs> He's like, you don't understand. Her. She's also got a kid. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. Yeah, it's really what well, he really went for, it. especially if you're, you know, doing that to your best friend. There's obviously an obsession, but at least it was a, a true obsession. It wasn't just they had sex and then it ended. They, you know, we, he, he was like, no, no, I want you all the time. I want here. I want to marry you. This is for well, real. You know, he didn't want to marry her. She forced it upon him pretty much. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He even said like during the ceremony, he was just thinking like, well, this is good for her, but I don't know how I feel about this, but well, I guess I owe it to her. She is no idiot. She realized she was dating the wrong guy from the band. <laughs> and she's like, wait, hold on a second. This is the meal ticket. Yeah, she I traded mean, up. Some people are real good at identifying that. You know, I mean, look at any quarterback's wife in the NFL. <laughs> you know, I think they they sweep them up in college and, uh, you know, they take a chance and hope for the best. You hope you're going to marry a Dan Marino or somebody, you know. Yeah. Mahomes. And not a Geno Smith. It's very rare to find a quarterback that's single in the NFL. They're all good family guys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the live version of the song? Yes, I've heard them all. They're all awful. One's more awful. No, no, one. no. The <laughs> demo version stinks because it has these backing vocals. It has all these like people going shaboo bop, shaboo bop or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. 
yeah. which I think takes away. I think the live version on WMMR sounds way better. Very cool. And then there's also a live version from the Mar E Soul Festival in 1972 in Puerto Rico. And that's a great version as well. This was a really good live song, but Billy Joel only paid, played it. Um, he only played it four times live, as far as we know, all in 1972. See, I get those statistics don't count in 1972. You know what I'm saying? If you tell me he's playing it live, then I'm, you're saying to me, I, I, I'm, oh, oh, he's played it at the Garden. That's the way I'm looking at it. I mean, if he hasn't only played it in 72, it's like it's not it's like never playing it live. Yeah, but I mean, it, obviously, he's not bringing this back on one of his garden shows, although that would be pretty cool. No, it would not. But yes, it would. I, I since you like it, I'll, I'll say, I mean, this is a, here for me. It's a, you're, you're going to be sitting there like, you know, with, with us saying December song. Now you got the, <laughs> your new sign. Play Josephine. Josephine. You'll have a picture of Josephine, the plumber. <laughs> like, play it. Funny thing Probably is, though, if you had a comment on stage, <laughs> why are you throwing Ajax, you know, which is what comment is on the stage? You're like, no, I want you to play Josephine. People will think like you're a terrorist. Be like, no, no, no. <laughs> it was a, a signal for him to play Josephine. I, <laughs> no, I, it's anthrax. I, we don't understand because of Josephine, the plumber. And then we'd be like, wait, how old are you? Oh, <laughs> how do you know who Josephine, the plumber? Is? All right. I'm a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Lock me up. I don't want to explain this. Apparently, he's written more than one song about this Josephine. That's what I was looking up. Like, she's talking about a woman in New Mexico who yeah, where and, Josephine and lived in the uh, song called Worst Comes to Worst. Yeah. So, so that's, that made it on Piano Man. It was talking about uh, traveling cross country. Worst case scenario, he's got a woman in New Mexico, Josephine. Well, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Worst case scenario, he's going to also now cheat on his wife with his sister. I mean, is this... The pattern he wants to do, he cheats on his best friend and then he cheats on his wife with her sister. Why would he what write kind about of sister that? is that? If, if you break up with your sister, you know, okay, you're the sister, right? This guy breaks up with your sister who you supposedly love and then you're going to take him in. No, you got to say, hey, get away from me, buddy. I'm taking her side. Yeah, exactly. So I don't understand why you'd write an additional song about that. I mean, look, he's clearly obsessed with this entire family, you know, including elizabeth's brother right isn't that the one who screwed him over completely yeah yeah so he, this, there's something about this family that just was all in on billy joel <laughs> you can imagine them having secret meetings like we are gonna suck this guy dry yeah that's what it seems like my goodness yeah he, well it's it, all billy's fault he was the one obsessed with their family and the, he bought it to them i don't think they sought him out did you watch the bob ross documentary on netflix Hello, I'm Bob Ross, and I'd like to welcome you to the 29th Joy of Painting series. If this is your first time with us, allow me to extend a personal invitation for you to get your brushes and, and your paints and paint along with us each show. And if you've been with us before, please allow me to thank you for inviting us back for another series of painting shows. We'll use about a dozen colors of some unorthodox brushes, and each show I'll show you how to put some of nature's masterpieces right here on the canvas. So I tell you what, let's get started. Today we'll have them run all the colors across the screen right there that you need to paint along with us. While they're doing that, let me tell you what I've got going up here. Today I'm using an 18 by 24 inch double prime pre-stretched canvas, but you use whatever size you'd like. And I've just covered the entire canvas with a very thin coat of liquid white. No. So the Bob Ross documentary talks about how he had these business partners, this older couple, one of the, the lady he actually had an affair with at some point in time. But they kind of were the same sort of thing where they saw like the potential in Bob Ross, made him sign these awful contracts, Aww. took the rights to his name after he died. His kid has nothing and just really just 
you almost have to respect it because if you were able to see a potential in a a guy painting a bunch of trees, then you kind of win. (laughs) because you know who i definitely would sit there and the guy's like hey he's a painter who cares what am i gonna do with that how am i gonna make a buck off that yeah i bet we never would have heard of bob ross if not for these horrible people (laughs) yeah no you're right and uh it's probably the same way that like Artie rip probably feels right yeah but it's easy to figure out if a musician is i mean even if billy joel hadn't written a song yet you'd know he's an amazing piano player so you would just kind of latch on just from there, then he starts writing his own songs and he's playing for you, you know, for him in your apartment, you would be like, all right, I'm getting in on the ground floor of this right now. Yeah. Look, a lot of people saw that potential in him, including Clive Davis at Columbia Records, who first saw Billy Joel at the Mar E Soul Festival, where he played Josephine. See how I brought it all back around? Yep. Well done. Bringing it all back around. I like that. And, you know, his playlist at that festival, he played two shows, but the same playlist each night. It was it was seven songs. Three of them went on to be on Piano Man. Two of them were covers. One of them was from Cold Spring Harbor. And then the other song was Josephine. So he he had good feelings about this song. He stuck this in there. He knew this was an impressive song. I don't know if he knew that a guy like Clive Davis was there watching him, but it was there in 72. This was a song he really liked. He, he stuck it in a just, very short set list. Just stop it along. The song stinks and you know it. It's going to come out on his new upcoming album. <laughs> hey, can I'm you telling you, write- he's going to come out with a brand new album all of a sudden. He's coming out of retirement after 30 years. Yeah. And in 2022, you're going to write a song named you're going to have a hit named Josephine. I mean, the album's called Josephine and other songs. <laughs> no, this but is I'm front saying, and center uh, you couldn't possibly have a hit with a name like josephine i mean nobody's named josephine anymore yeah wasn't this napoleon's wife yes i believe so i mean this is an old school name uh, even in 1972 yeah it's like having a song before. called edith yeah. <laughs> <laughs> edith we were childhood friends <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good all right, we have uh, we have no trivia today because it's uh, pointless. And yeah, the song is inconsequential. No trivia. We're on break. I have decided to do the parody today because we weren't going to do a parody, and I saw something in the lyrics that made me think, well, why don't I just do this? And it's this simple. In the lyrics, there's a lyric called, well, sit right back. So I am just going to sing the lyrics to the theme of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> and if you oh. kids know that's how it opens we'll sit sit right back and you'll hear a tale but uh any of you children out there uh, the rest of you will understand all right so i'm gonna go for it alana right i'm excited well sit right back i went away would your love turn sour and green would i take from you the light of day or sad josephine or sad josephine <laughs> what do you think so far I love it. <laughs> you you know, it's okay if you hate it and tell me so, because I deserve it. So I don't have a crickets button. That's all you. You control <laughs> the buttons. <laughs> you arrived on the scene. You made me glad I'm alive by Josephine. Well, nothing I say does justice to you and lights up Josephine and lights up Josephine. Here's the fun part. With Davy from the Navy and Captain Jack, little Gio and his wife, with Christy Lee, James and Mama Leone, here on Josephine's Isle. How did, how did I do? Uh, that, that was awesome. <laughs> little Gio and his wife. 
Well, I was trying He's to seven years in... old. <laughs> well, <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> well, I couldn't I didn't know anybody's songs who was a millionaire in the song. So and I could have added in Angelina as the wife, but I just went with those names. And Chris Dealey as the movie star made the most sense of anything. And Christy Lee. And then I could have said, and the rest, but I went for the professor and Marianne with uh, James and Mama Leone. Perfect. Well, I try and give the audience what they want. Unlike you with uh, the shit. What is it? The Titanic ones where I, oh no, I like you with the, with the happy days one where I got, where I didn't get the satisfaction. Of my favorite power. That could have been my favorite parody of all time. <laughs> Mr. C and Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we've been getting so many letters from people saying, you know, where's the Gilligan's Island song? And now they yes. finally got it. Yes, I get a lot of those in my inbox every day. People were waiting. Well, you know, if you're going to write, make, do a, a podcast about a song named Josephine, you might as well go for Gilligan's Island as well. That name has been around as, as much as Gilligan's Island's around. So <laughs> whatever. But how can you know Captain Jack as the, as the skipper? It totally makes sense. He's a captain. Dave, Davey from the Navy is Gilligan. Hello. Hello. Well, folks, that was Josephine. If you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single song. Follow us on social media at BillyJoelA2Z and give us some feedback. Do you think this song should have replaced Christy Lee on An Innocent Man? Do you know anyone named Josephine? And what did you think of the Weird Dave song? Until next time, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Weird Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Virtual House Coffee? Yeah, Thank you. Thank you.